Good morning. Merry Christmas. Welcome to Community Bible Church. If you're a visitor with us, we certainly appreciate having you and want to extend a welcome to you and remind you that you're always willing or you're always um, you're always welcome to join us uh, at any time. We certainly enjoy having you here. As far as announcements, uh, there are no activities this week. Um, and then looking forward to next Sunday for December 31st, a reminder that we will only have our morning worship service here at 1030 in the sanctuary. Um, at this time, let's stand and greet one another. <clears throat>
Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for bringing us together on this special Lord's Day. We thank you for the Christmas season. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who uh, came in as a man and was born in a manger. We thank you for uh, time together this morning. <clears throat> we pray that we would worship you in spirit and in truth as we reflect on and are thankful for the incarnation of Jesus Christ. We thank you for this time. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas to you. You have in your bulletin um, on the inside cover the invitatory and the Gloria in Excelsis. If you would please stand with me as we do these responsive readings together as a congregation. Our service this morning is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be doing some responsive reading, scripture reading, and hymns throughout the service, so enjoy this time of reflection. I will read the pastor section, and you respond with the people section. We'll do the invitatory first, and then we'll read the Gloria in Excelsis together. O oh Lord, open our lips. O oh God, make speed to save us. O oh Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Now let's read the Gloria in Excelsis together. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to his people. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayers, for you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. You may be seated. Let's all stand. Take the black book. Turn to page 224. Joy to the world. 224. Let's all stand.
can all be seated. Merry Christmas. Dell was supposed to be here today, but he couldn't get through the hacking, so he when you can't get a truck driver, you ask for a fireman, so that's what you get. <laughs> Turn in your Bibles this morning to Isaiah chapter 7. Isaiah chapter 7. And we'll read verses 10 through 14. <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 7. Then the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Make it deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, Listen now, O house of David. Is it too slight a thing for you to try the patience of men, that you will try the patience of my God as well? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. And then turning over to Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. But there will be no more gloom for her who was in anguish. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali with contempt. But later on, he shall make it glorious by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in dark land, the light will shine on them. You shall multiply the nation. You shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence as with the gladness of harvest. As men rejoice when they, are divided, when they divide the spoil, for you shall break the yoke of their burden and, shall, and the staff on their shoulders the rod of their oppressors as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle of tumult and cloak rolled in blood will be for burning, fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. From then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. And now turning to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And we'll be looking at verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was, to be, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. 
She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translates means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let's all stand. Take the black book, turn to page 236. Silent night, holy night, 236. I'll be seated.
Our next, our next scripture is Luke chapter 1, in the New Testament, Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 26. Luke chapter 1. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now at this time, Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country, to a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home.
Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed his great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it happened that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, he shall be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. And they made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows, His name is John. And they were all astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he began to speak in praise to God. Fear came on all those living around them, and all these matters were being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was certainly with him. And now let's turn to Isaiah chapter 35. In the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 35. <clears throat> Isaiah 35, <clears throat> the wilderness and the desert will be glad, and the Arabah will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will blossom profusely and rejoice with rejoicing and shout of joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Encourage the exhausted and strengthen the feeble. Say to those with anxious heart, take courage, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come, but he will save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy. For, for waters will break forth in the, in the wilderness and streams in the Arabah. The scorched land will become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, its resting place, grass becomes reeds and rushes. A highway will be there, a roadway, and it will be called the highway of holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for him who walks that way, and fools will not wander on it. No lion will be there, nor will any vicious beast go up on it. These will not be found there, but the Redeemer will walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord will return and come with joyful shouting to Zion, with everlasting joy upon their heads. They will find gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Please pray with me. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sin, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, 
who lives and reigns with you and with the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Please turn in your Bibles, Luke chapter 1, verses 67 through 80. Luke chapter 1, 67 through 80. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited us and accomplished redemption for his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David his servant, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy toward our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to Abraham our father, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise from on high will visit us, to shine upon those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child continued to grow and to become strong in spirit, and he lived in the deserts until the day of his public appearance to Israel. And now turn to Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 23. Matthew 2, the whole chapter, verses 1 through 23. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born, the king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me so that I too may come and worship him. After hearing the king, they went their way, and the star, which they had seen in the east, went on before them 
until it came and stood over the place where the child was. And they saw the star. They rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshiped him. Then, opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having, having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Now when they had gone, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, while it was still night, and left for Egypt. He remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. Then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its vicinity from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the Magi. Then a voice then what had been spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children. And she refused to be comforted, because they were no more. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned by God in a dream, he left for the regions of Galilee and came and lived in a city called Nazareth. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. And now turn to Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 18. Isaiah chapter 40, 9 through 18. Get yourself up on a high mountain, O Zion, bearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer of good news. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. He will gently lead the nursing ewes. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens by a span? and calculated the dust of the earth by measure, and weighed the mountains in a balance and the hills in a pair of scales. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or as his counselor has informed him? With whom did he consult, and who gave him understanding? And who taught him in the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and informed him of the way of understanding? Behold, the nations were like a drop from a bucket, and are regarded as a speck of dust on the scales. Behold, he lifts up the islands like fine dust. Even Lebanon is not enough to burn, nor its beasts enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. 
they are regarded by him as less than nothing and meaningless. To whom then will you, will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare with him? Let's pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Good morning again. If you would take the green hymnal, we're going to do another responsive reading at page 798. 798. Honor and thanksgiving selective readings from Psalms 50, Psalm 30, Psalm 97, 106, and 136, and 105, as well as Revelation chapter 7. I will read the worship leader sections. You read the corresponding sections as designated. I will also read the choir and worship leader sections. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of gods. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of heaven. Sing to him, sing praises to him, speak of all his wonders, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, And God's people said again, Amen, Amen to that. Amen indeed. If you would take your Bibles and turn with me to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. We'll read verses 1 through 40 as we continue our time in Scripture this morning. Luke, chapter 2, beginning with verse Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. 
This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on, on the earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them in the heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which would, which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. And when eight days had passed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law... Then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. And then as a widow to the age of 84... 
she never left the temple, serving night and day with fastings and prayers. And at that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own city of Nazareth. The child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. all stand inside your bulletin were the words to God rest ye merry gentlemen let's all stand words inside your bulletin Can all be seated. <clears throat> On the back of the bulletin is the excerpt from the Coverdale Psalter of fifteen thirty five for Psalm eighty nine. The Psalter is a hymn made up and comprised of psalms, and my hope is to begin to introduce these to the church over time. 
And so today I thought it would be a good occasion to uh, reflect upon this. Um, you can also follow along in your Bible if you like. It's Psalm 89, verses 1 through 18. But we also have it, as I noted, on the back of the bulletin. I will read this. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I ever be proclaiming your faithfulness from one generation to another. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness shall be established in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. Your seed will I establish forever and set up your throne from one generation to another. O Lord, the heavens will praise your wondrous works and your faithfulness in the assembly of the saints. For who in the clouds can be compared unto the Lord? And who among the gods is like unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the council of the saints and to be held in reverence by all those who are around about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is like you? Your faithfulness, most mighty Lord, is round about you. You rule the raging of the sea and you still the waves when they arise. You have subdued Rahab of the deep and destroyed her. You have scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. You laid the foundation of the world and all that is in it. You have made the north and the south. Tabar and Hermon shall rejoice in your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth shall go before your face. Blessed are the people, O Lord, who rejoice in you. They shall walk in the light of your countenance. Their delight shall be in your name all the day long, and in your righteousness they shall make their boast. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor you shall lift up our might. For the Lord is our defense. The Holy One of Israel is our King. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had sinned against you and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent your only Son, Jesus Christ, into the world for our salvation. By the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, he became flesh and dwelt among us. In obedience to your will, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself once for all, that by his suffering and death we might be saved. By his resurrection, he broke the bonds of death, trampling hell and Satan under his feet. As our great high priest, he ascended to your right hand in glory, that we might come with confidence before the throne of grace. O oh God, you make us glad by this yearly celebration of the birth of your only Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that we who joyfully receive him as our Redeemer may with sure confidence behold him when he comes again in glory, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And just some final thoughts and words before we conclude the service this morning. I trust for those of you who are here today who know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, that this has been a time of contemplation, reflection, and worship, that you have engaged your hearts and minds to consider and ponder what the Word of God has spoken to us today. It is indeed a great gift to know Jesus Christ. 
And I trust that you truly treasure it above all things. Above all things. Do you love the Lord Jesus Christ? Is he first and foremost? Do you, with the eagerness of the Magi, seek him out and look to him and worship him and adore him and are prepared to offer to him things of great sacrifice and service? It's the least that we can do. For those of you who do not know him, it is a great honor and privilege to have an opportunity to speak to you about the Lord Jesus Christ. And the question is this, what will you do with this moment in time? God in his good providence and his mercy has allowed you to be here today. He allowed you to walk through the back doors of this church and enter into this sanctuary. You've heard the word of the Lord spoken today. You've heard the account from scripture. You've heard all that has been promised. Now what? Now what? Today is the day of salvation. It will only be light for a little longer. And then it will be dark, and no man will be able to do anything. Again, God in his great mercy has extended to you this opportunity to turn to him. And the, and, and the response is a simple one. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I hearken back to the thief on the cross. I think of them, him hanging there next to the Lord and God working in his heart, and he simply says, remember me this day. There's no trick. You can't work your way into heaven. You can't be good enough. Your best is the worst. But Jesus Christ is perfect, precious, pure, the true Son of God. And only faith in him and only looking to Jesus Christ will bring salvation and eternal life. I hope today that God gives you the greatest gift of all, a new heart and new eyes with which you can see the Lord Jesus Christ and a tongue that will call upon his name, crying out to him, be merciful to me, and that your tongue will then be loosed forevermore in all of eternity to sing his praises with all of the rest of the redeemed. What a glorious thought. What a glorious thought. You want peace? You want rest? Come to the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will give you rest. He will give you rest. I'll leave you this with this benediction. Now on this Christmas Eve and in the year to come, may you be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph, the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the magi, and that you would rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And may our mighty, almighty triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen, Amen and Merry Christmas to you.